0: The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK's staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local
1: talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK.
2: Good morning good morning how are you good how are you i'm doing just great so it's the last well by the time you're listening to this it will officially be fall yeah how about why is it tonight yeah okay yeah so we're um even though it's meteorologically that's a tough word to say uh-huh. meteorologically fall on september 1st um it's not officially Whatever the September first? It's still in the. It's still with summer. Well, I know, but meteorologically they consider fall to be September. They do. October, I've never November. heard that. And then winter is December, January, and February. Spring oh, oh September. March, correct. April, so, correct. Okay. Yeah. That's they true. consider this to be fall. Okay. Oh, but officially, according to the moon and everything, and the sun and all that business, the. Autumnal Equinox occurs as we're taping this this evening. Okay. So it's officially then goes the other way where we have less minutes of daytime.
1: I know. I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, as soon as as June 21st comes, we have less. Yeah. Well, anyway, which I I don't like. Now we're
2: equal. So we have equal amounts. Well, on the autumnal I guess they call it, yeah, the autumnal equinox. Um, we have as many daylight hours as we do nighttime hours. It's e- equal. And then from this point forward, we have less. So it's darker world It just would
1: stay light from 5:38 a.m. until 9 p.m. every day. <laughs> Wouldn't that be perfect? It would be. That would be nice. That'd and it nice. rained it, it, rain, it would rain anywhere from 2 to 5 in the morning right. and clear up with sun in about 72 to 75 and no humidity all the time. Perfect. Is that not Yeah, but brilliant.
2: Where do you find that? I don't know. There are places in my world. It's in my little,
1: in my own little corner in my own little world. I can be whatever I want to be. (laughs) Cinderella. Yes, thank you. So says Cinderella. Mm -hmm. So what else? What's
2: going on? How was your week? Well, my week was good. Um, I. Celebrated my birthday last weekend. Yeah, well, two, twice because we were out on Friday.
1: Friday night, yes. We Natalie's, you and me, and, and a. A, a dog named me and you and a dog named Lo. <laughs> yeah, I'm You're just one of those
2: moods today. I can tell. Yeah. So uh, yes. Yeah, so then we went on Sunday. Um, we went to Philadelphia. You and I, to my I guess, it would be anyway. Yeah. And we had a full house. We had my sister my brother-in-law my niece and her significant other mr kevin dubois is he related to blanche i think so (laughs) and then we had my nephew timothy and his squeeze andrea so we had a, a whole full table of people, cats, dogs, everything else. Oh, the God. whole And I saw your cake. Yes, you got my your sister chocolate cake with that what from did she? Scratch. Well that was pretty good. She made some applesauce from scratch. Well that that's it's more wonderful. doable. The cakes you better you
1: better maybe she took a couple of lessons from Miss Reppert. No, that looks pretty took good. A
2: couple lessons from the late Shirley. Leach, oh, okay. Who did that? Who learned that from her grandma? Mm, there you go. But it looked very nice. That's great. Okay. Buttercream frosting. And, and how did your boy do? How did the very, dog named Blue do? Well, he while he did was very there? well. Okay, very well. I think that with the medication he now has and the other apparatus that's been changed, um, he is feeling much better and much more himself. Mm-hmm. So he's doing well. Good. Yep. So we had a lovely little time. I got some wonderful gifts that were mostly experiences, not necessarily things. So my sister gave me a, a, a gift card for a massage at a spa in Chestnut Hill. And my friend, oh, I forgot my friend. Yeah, my friend Joan Glover was there, too. So Joan was there, and Joan gave me... Um, a similar thing for uh, Woodlock, and said whenever you have the time we'll go up there and do a day of massages and That's
1: stuff. That's nice. Like that. yes. And your friend Laurie gave you your nail appointment. She did. And beautiful flowers and dinner. And did you all notice of that? she isn't saying any well, about I, what her friend Laurie did uh, yet? Me. She was jumping was, into those other people. I was still a on joke. A Sunday.
2: I know I'm teasing. Sunday. I'm kidding. And then <laughs> my friend Laurie. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> on Friday night. <laughs> Bought some dinner for Patrick and I at the famous Natalie's Natalie's. We love it. And she brought in a lovely bouquet of flowers. From my friend
1: Judith at Judy at the um uh farmers market. Right. Sunflowers with yellow middles instead of the dark middle. Yeah.
2: They were really pretty. Uh And then um I went to get um a little manicure she paid for that and the tip at the studio
1: uh well it's called blow dry bar and salon down in on penn avenue in scranton but rosie duffy yes is the owner and i love it it's great there very nice and today i will be at another establishment hence the hair being pulled back at our dear friend miss joanne cummings oh it's who is the owner of sanderson state street who i've just was speaking to before i walked in here okay yes we support the gals who support the women in our town that's what they do we're very happy to to see that that's a good way and based on what she was talking to me about, it's another one of her supportive acts. So, well, it's, she's unbelievable.
2: So, anyway, okay, yes, yeah, so he had a good time. It was I all. Did. It was a nice birthday weekend, and mm-hmm. I should say also on Saturday afternoon, I did some FaceTime with the family in Florida, and I saw my niece and my. Grand nephew named Chandler, and he's adorable. He was just a sweet guy. He's he's just a, not even a yeah. He's a year old. He was no, he's not. He's eight months old, nine months old, and he's looking like he's ready to walk. Mm-hmm. And he was playing on some new toy that they got for him, and he was quite obsessed with that didn't really care about talking to me oh, no it's okay they usually aren't uh, it's okay i understand so my brother and sister-in-law were there and everybody said hi and happy birthday so it was a good weekend good that's all that it matters was really nice and we have a couple shout outs too
1: since we were talking about sanderson sanderson state street yes we might as well give a big shout out to Mary Jo who listens to us all the time <clears throat> and mm-hmm. so we have to say hi to her and um I don't know Mary Jo's last name, do you? No. We'll get it, but anyway. And also Kathy Davis, who owns Over the Moon, a lovely store, one of my faves in town, um, on North Washington Avenue. Uh, it's what listens. And so, big shout out to Kathy. She purchased Over the Moon from the Fallsette family and um, the wonderful things they have for babies, dogs, and home.
2: And it's great. So, big shout out to Kathy. Well, I also have to do a shout out to Sandy Sabello and her mom, Anita, and her sister in law, Lisa, all of whom listen to us on saturday mornings and i forgot about that last week i apologize so a big shout out to them and thanks for listening there you go you know people know what's right for them okay,
1: <laughs> okay. Um. and when we when we talk to our good friend miss mary later um we're going to talk from fidelity bank we're going to talk about the nice lovely note we got from a friend of ours regarding that yes, too so yes. that was a good thing that's
2: a good thing
1: yes so um and what's your on your agenda for this
2: weekend uh this weekend um i'm planning on going to the lake which is the first time in over 2 months that we've been there and that's really because are you going on the boat i don't know okay. it depends on the weather okay if the weather is good we may um if not we'll have to bag that just hang yeah mm-hmm. it's gonna be a nice weekend that'll be good know, it was too much for pat to and it's not gonna be hot so that's now, good it should be nice and we're having some friends come from new jersey who are absolute raving fans of Kundlas, and they, you know now hold on a minute i don't think it's opened why somebody told me joe
1: told me that he went up to kunla's a couple the week a week ago or so and they were no longer they weren't open they're out of business or just no no open? no not that they weren't out of business they were it looked like they were shut for the season so i don't know oh, that you better he, check
2: okay well, just he, check because he said that's what he it looked like okay well he usually keeps open until i know the second. that's uh, Was that President's Day weekend or something? In Not October? President's. Um, what is it? No, Columbus Day. Columbus Day. There you
1: go. Um, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, he he said that. So check it out. Oh, I guess we better. Yeah, we'll call. i will look while we're on a break all right. for you. Okay, well, If I misspoke, then sorry, but that's what he told me, that's so... That's okay, we'll so see. otherwise
2: they're coming up anyway. We'll go somewhere for you. You will go somewhere. There some you time. go. Yeah, because I like them. Yep. And? And that's all I have to report on my end. I don't uh, have any other things going on. Uh, oh, yes, there was something going on. I forgot to say about this. On Tuesday, uh, I drove to Mount Laurel, New Jersey, to... A radio, no, I'm sorry, a television station. And I recorded a half an hour program with a friend of mine, Bill Wharton, who is a guy that works a lot with um, baby boomers, looking at helping them figure out how to generate income in their retirement. And he has a show that's called Live Better Longer. And so he wanted me to be on his show as a guest. And that is supposed to air on October 2nd um, at 11 o'clock in the morning. So I recorded it, and it was fun, and I had a good time doing that. Good. So, yay. <clears throat> well, I took Anne, my sister,
1: Eddie D'Agostino, uh, my cousin Sharon LeBoutier, and... Uh, my mother, Ann Cadnan, and the five of us took a little ride up to a town called New Haven, with a school that you might have heard of, Yale Law <laughs> School, where Sean is in his first year. And we went up for dinner at this phenomenal place that we ate when we moved him in, called Consiglios, and it's now one of my faves up there. Mm-hmm. And so we had a wonderful time. Picture of Ann and t- and Sean, her second grandson, on the. Um, in his in his room on uh, on his couch in his uh dorm which is a cool like cool place and uh yeah he she had a great time so sean's doing well and it was a nice ride up that ride is very easy it's 84 34 it's great
2: yeah
1: so <clears throat> we had a good time it was a nice day too it was a very nice day little humid little tad but it got nicer as the day went on it was very nice so we had we had fun took a Nice little cruise. And, All right, and I was very happy and to and see how my is he boy. Doing? He's good. He's, he's going to be home. And we were stocked with food from everywhere <laughs> for him. Of course, gluten-free things. Yeah. And then when I got into the his kitchen, I was like, you know, like a robot. What do you think? A Tasmanian devil. I was mm-hmm. putting this, but freezing this, wrapping this. Do you have tin foil? Do you have this? Or aluminum foil? Blah, blah, blah. And we did it and took care of it. And I said, Sean, do yourself a favor. Go to the store and get some bag, baggies, like big gallon bags. And a couple things that you need because you don't have them. And you mm-hmm. could use these things, especially if people are going to be bringing you things from Food. your favorite foods. Right. So. He said okay mom. So it worked out and then I my and number number one son is coming to New York for a week because he's going to be in his at his one of his best friends from college's uh, 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 wedding. So he will be in and so a week this Sunday we're going to go out and have dinner with him in New York City. Nice. So, you got equal time. You know what I mean, Lynn? Equal time. Yeah, well, you have to. There you go. So, anyway, we are going to take a quick break. We will be back. You're listening this morning to the Laurie and Lynn Show. It's Saturday morning
2: with Laurie and Lynn. Now, back to Laurie and Lynn.
1: Well... Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which
2: is a fundraising PR and
1: special event business.
2: And I am Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called uh, Women of Substance, LLC. It's a, a company I created a couple years ago specifically for the financial planning needs of baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. That's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And to just to reconfirm our prior conversation about
1: Kundalas, I just called on break. And the gentleman answered and said they are closed for the season. They closed right at Labor Day this year. Not that he said this year, but that's when they closed. So they are now officially closed for the season. So there you go. (sighs) Darn. So you're gonna have to figure go to get some goodies and on the grill yourself. I could, or we could go. There's many. Oh, I know, I know.
2: I would love to go to. So, all right. I mean, it probably isn't as crowded now either, right? That the summer has waned. Okay. Yeah, most of the boats are out of the water. Mm -hmm. We have to get ours out of the water too and park it somewhere for the winter. Yeah. That's high drama. I mean, I. I just can't believe all the um, the setup for this. if you say, okay, I, I want my boat to be taken to some place you have to call two weeks ahead of time, you have to let them know w- what slip you're going to bring the boat to, and then they have to tell you how much the down payment is <laughs> to hold on to the boat a minimum of eight months, and you're just saying, What It's ridiculous mm. anyway um it costs more i think on an annual basis than if you just rented the boats right for sure right but that is something we have to deal with mm-hmm. so yeah so maybe maybe this may be the last weekend we have a chance to take the boat out mm-hmm. but i know one thing is for sure it's so nice and peaceful now yes because the crazies aren't there uh-huh mm-hmm the craziness isn't there well the crazies <laughs> too I mean the idiots that are out there uh, with these boats that really belong on oceans not on a lake Well, why are they allowed in there I don't know why I don't know who tells them it's okay or not okay I don't know who that is but these people have boats that go over 100 miles an hour which is totally wrong for a place where you have a lot of kids and yeah families people and, hanging yeah. out and people on skis who can't see you coming it's, I'm surprised, because usually there's at least two deaths every year Ugh. on that lake. And um, so far, I think maybe there's only one. Keep my fingers crossed. Jesus. Not good, but... Yeah. So, um... What else can we talk about here today? I want to... I see that you have your magazine
1: again, so you must be coming up with
2: something. Another quiz or
1: something for me to fail at? I
2: had a quiz for you, but I don't. Uh, But this is something worth talking about, which is... uh, Every time there's an ad on television about it, Patrick says to me, what is the dark web? You know, and there's all these companies that want you to buy their services so that you can protect your identity against these characters. But anyway, the dark web is really something that people need to know about because it's the kind of stuff that I guess you would say happens behind the scenes, which is why they use the term dark. But it is a a way for people who are hackers and then some uh, who can actually... Go into certain websites and grab all the data about you and thousands of other people, and use it for their own benefit.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So you might find that you end up with things like credit cards and bills that on these credit cards that you never applied for. Right. You can find that you are making contributions or donations to organizations you never heard about. Mm-hmm. And so. That's the issue. It's not so much something where the old-fashioned kind of people would grab your credit card or something when you're checking out at Macy's. This is much deeper and pervasive than the ones that we've talked about in the past. Mm-hmm. And really, how do you get out of it? It's, it's really having some services that you can count on and, and, and buying them. And the one, I think it's, I can't think of the name of it now, the one that's something lock, identity lock or whatever, where they make sure that you, anything that has to do with your social security number being used anywhere, you get a a, a flash immediately to let you know that someone yeah, has your card. I think that's neat. And that's important because if you don't, um, many times, uh, and I can say this from personal experience, I've been through it three times where I've had my identity stolen and it took 9 months to a year for me to clean it up and I'm talking about using an hour two. Do you or two, think because your name is every, so easy? It has nothing to do with my name.
1: No,
2: nothing they just got your number. Identity. They got they got a credit card number and they got uh, information from the credit bureaus and they they found I had they used my social security number. I had um, Verizon, AT and T phones that I had never purchased, <laughs> and they they Jeez. signed up for plans, and then they actually uh, didn't pay them, which is exactly what you would expect. So they ran them up like seven and eight hundred dollars worth of calls and other Dear things God. they did. And then just left it, and of course it shows up on my credit scores.
1: And and you know the, what's intre- what's really important to point out here too, which not everybody talks about, is that although you're protected by the companies who know, then realize it wasn't you, they are on the hook, which ultimately ends in the pocket of the end user or gets to the it, in the pockets of the end users anyway yeah. because they have to pay all of this insurance and liability and all that stuff because of these idiots out there mm-hmm. well, who are
2: just scammers they are and you also see it in the fact that you have increased interest rates right. on your credit cards. right you know so if it's it's a, whatever the, the way they usually say it is that it's a prime rate plus and in some cases, it's ten and eleven percent oh, on top of the yeah, prime. Oh, yeah! No kidding. It's terrible. Well,
1: that's that's how they're the gonna part recover of the reason. That. I
2: know. I know. So it is really, it gets nuts. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, this in this article in the cover story of this one, AARP Bulletin. This is the September <clears throat> issue. It suggests three ways to deal with it. One is to freeze your credit, and what that means simply is that. Uh, The number one piece of advice is to place a security freeze on all your accounts with the three major credit reporting agencies. The reason? It's the best way to stop ID thieves from opening new accounts in your name. And I have to say that I did that right after all this happened, and I got a call from American Express one day that someone was trying to open a credit card using my name and using the, the American Express card as a reference. And I said, no, I did not do that. They said, I didn't think so, because this was somebody that was out in Arlington, Texas, or something. Ridiculous. I said, okay. That it, so it does work. And that's why I said it's important to do. Number two, monitor your accounts. Part of the problem is that when we do this now, we're so easy just to say, I don't want to see my statements. I want them online. You get something in the mail that says your statement is now ready, and you just blow right by it. I don't go and look at them. Unless I go in there because I want to make a payment. And when I go in to make the payment online, I look at what the activity has been. Right. And that's how I know. Mm-hmm. And there are a couple of them that I've called and checked and said, no, this was not mine. And so they automatically reverse it. They take it off your I credit know. card, which I, I love. Know. Right. So... Uh, that's one way to do it is just to make sure you check that and the other one is also your 401k accounts a lot of people have those online as well and if you don't look at them you, you need to make sure that somebody hasn't hacked into your accounts right. everywhere so uh, this one we say monitor your accounts consider setting up alerts on your major accounts so that anytime there's an activity you're sent a text message most companies will do this for free and allow you to set a dollar threshold and this author said, I set cards I use infrequently to zero so that every time there is activity, I get a text, which is a smart idea. Mm-hmm. And number three, use a password manager. Um, these digital services store all of your passwords in a secure online vault. I like them for three reasons. One, you'll never lose a password again. Two, they'll generate complex, hard-to-hack passwords for each of your accounts, and often, they will notify you of, of data breaches at companies you have accounts with that allows you to quickly change your password for that account protecting your information so it's important i'm just to uh, throw that one out there and say please make sure that you do those things and i don't have anyone in particular that i would say is one i I use, or I think is better than another, but there are plenty out there. If you just Google it and just say um, uh, security breaches or uh, security threats or stuff like that, they'll throw up all these things and there's plenty of advertisements. They pay for that. Mm -hmm. So just make sure you do that. I mean, it's really critical. And I can say, since I said before, I didn't have that opportunity when this was going. This was in the 90s and the early 2000s. They didn't have this setup as they do now. Right. And I wish they did because not only that, I think I may have mentioned this before, five years after these people did what they did and we found out that they lived in Aurora, Colorado, how stupid they are, I don't, I mean, that's really dumb because they use their own addresses when when they wanted things delivered to them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It was easy I to know find it. them. I know. But five years later, I found out that they created a company in Ohio, that was very similar to Northeastern Financial Consultants, which was the company I owned at the time. And they called it Nfc, not Nefc, Nfc. And they had um, employees that they ran through this and never paid payroll taxes. So five years later, I'm getting all this stuff from the state attorney general from Ohio that I owe all these back taxes. I said, hey, time out here. I never had a company in Ohio. It had nothing to do with me. So they thanked me for that, then they made it a formal investigation, filed all kinds of lawsuits against these clowns. They never got anything because they did not everything. But that's well, yeah, what I'm that's saying. The problem. You gotta watch because it's not just that incident. It's stuff that can go on for years. So getting those alerts is really really important when you have credit cards and And, other things and
1: once you get it act on it yes don't just let it sit there yeah (laughs) you know that's that's a very important it is lynn
2: because it's it's um, scary it is and we now have a term for them we call them cyber criminals we didn't know that that's what we call them scammers and hackers Mm -hmm. They're now officially considered to be cyber criminals Mm -hmm. and now they're a lot more uh, laws and ways to enforce that than existed even ten years ago. So once they find them, they can do a lot more, and they can find they they can find them easier now than they could.
1: Yeah, because so, that was all good.
2: That was the thing.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I always wonder how people do stupid things and think they're never going to get caught. You know, you just it's bizarre. But anyway, all right. Well, ready for another break, and then we have our lovely. Miss Mary Mac Mac Mac, (laughs) all dressed in black. Mom, she's doing down our back, back, Mm -hmm. back. Anyway, we uh, will be right back taking a quick break. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn Show. It's Saturday morning with Laurie and Lynn now. Back to Laurie and Lynn. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising, PR, and special event business.
2: And my name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC, which is a financial planning firm I created a couple years ago specifically for the financial planning needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, which is available on iTunes, Stitcher and Google Play. And we have a guest expert with us this morning whose name is Mary McNichols. She is the senior vice president, director of human resources at Fidelity Bank. And she has a pressing problem that she wants to talk about.
1: Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that and I Mary love. has been with us many times before, yes. we must mention. And we're happy to have you again, Mary. With West Side Root. There you go, go. baby. Yes, forgot about that. <laughs> yes. Yes. yes.
2: West Side. West, yeah. side hey. has West Side Husband. There you go. Mm-hmm. West Side so, Husband. Yes, I do. There you go. So, so there's a little problem here. Yeah. Well, it's everywhere. It's everywhere because it it's everywhere. affecting it's the economy everywhere. in general. It's so. nice to say that, that we actually, I mean, it's its good in a way. Absolutely. Yes, true. Really great employment stats at the moment, but it just means that there are far less people for you to find out there to fill some positions. Mm-hmm. So tell us what those positions are. Well, it's far less people for us and I think a lot of
0: the other organizations are feeling that same pinch. Um, So we're always looking in our offices, in our branch offices, we have universal bankers. We went through a change um, a couple of years ago. We've been kind of melting through this change where we really have a lot of talented people in the branches who don't just do teller work or don't just open up new accounts, but they know the whole gamut so that when a customer comes in, whatever they need done, this person can do it. They can work them from a transaction all the way to talking to to them about their financial needs, opening up accounts, doing consumer loans. So they're really highly trained. We've, We've changed our whole training program and made it very robust and have a lot of great bankers that work for us it's hard to find that talent. And I think we're feeling a squeeze. A lot of other organizations are feeling a squeeze because as you said, Lynn, unemployment is low. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that this is really kind of a historical low around our area yeah, in the Scranton-Wilkes-Barre area. Um, so finding good people is challenging for us and for a lot of businesses. So there's a lot of different things that we, do to try to find those people um again i mean we've really we've really done a lot with training programs because we feel that it's important for people to have the opportunity to really learn and progress and have a career path and move up within an organization um and those are the types of people that we're we're looking to attract um finding them can be sometimes difficult um You know, we're we're pretty particular. You know, we use something called disc profiling Mm -hmm. where we can determine, you know, how does a person like to work and is that a good fit? fit. So, for example, you know, someone that might be um, very analytical and, and good at numbers and a little bit more quiet, it's not necessarily the right person for a branch where you're out working with the people and mm-hmm. and doing sales and things like that. So we use disk profiling, which helps us to hone down people for those positions. We do Wonderlic testing, which is a test of cognitive skills or problem-solving abilities because thinking of people coming in to um, have their banking done, if I'm a good problem solver, you know, and I can hear their stories, then I know what I can do to help satisfy their right. financial needs. You know, so having people that are intuitive like that is really important. So we do a lot of that testing, which we think helps to bring the best and the brightest. Finding people that fit all of those needs can be sometimes challenging. So we're always out looking. So a little bit of a plug for the bank that, um, you know, if people are looking for positions, bank at Fidelity and look for our job openings and, and apply online, we're happy to have them come in and talk to us.
2: You mentioned something about uh, some job fairs. There are. So uh, are job fairs traditionally a good place for you to find people like this? Or do you use recruiters? How how do you get those people that qualify for all those wonderful things you just said? Right. Well,
0: um, job fairs are sometimes good and sometimes Sometimes. not so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, I will honestly say that sometimes I will see people coming in in uh, ripped jeans and sweatshirts and mm-hmm. you know how first impressions are <laughs> yep so yeah. important and you'll see them coming down going um oh. That's don't stop at my booth and I and it's unfortunate because they may have everything that you want so people that are seeking jobs That's important to them too is to dress for the position that you want so we have had success there Um, We've had times when it's not been so good, but we do have a couple of job fairs that are coming up Um, We've participated in the past in the uh, great Northeast jobs Fair that is a Times Shamrock event mm-hmm. that's coming up in October at Genetis. Um so we're gonna be there. We're trying something new. Um we are going to one that is a Penn State event and yeah. they have a, an Eastern Region Collegiate Internship and Career Expo. So you know, a lot of your best and brightest people are coming out of college looking for positions, and this is—we thought we would try this one this year. Um, we saw this come across, and you know, we are right. Yeah, so, Penn State. Um, you know, this is coming up at the Woodlands on October 18th, but um, it is a number of Penn State campuses that are are bringing their college students there looking for positions. So, we're going to give those a try. We do a lot of creative things. What Um, about your mom's program you were telling us
1: about? Can you talk about that? Because that's a great idea.
0: Yeah. So we're looking for innovative ways and things that can attract um, people that really fit their schedules. And if you think of moms that have kids at school, that have to drop them off in the morning, pick them up after school and need their summers off. They can't maybe always find a position because a lot of businesses need them year round and need a lot of flexibility. Honestly, we do, too but we also feel that there's a niche for the moms who can come in and work for us part-time while their kids are in school, and we have full-time positions that work around that. So it's kind of a cool way to attract a group that maybe might have difficulty finding a part-time position because of their availability. And so we designed this to come in and if you think of it it helps to fill in for lunch hours absolutely you know it helps to fill in so that we can schedule around it so that's something that is and you build your base of
1: your employees so that when the kids are gone they can maybe just slide right into a regular position so you're building that base of you know the people already, so you don't
0: have to look then so that's terrific it gives us opportunity in the summers of when we're bringing in College, college students and, and, yep. and interns that's that are looking best. for a position for just that time yeah right and they can fill that mom's position during the summer yeah, see that's perfect yeah
1: that's so we great. like that we like that. i think that's wonderful mm-hmm. and how many people get that opportunity oh yeah. i have to leave i have to not be in in the morning because i have to early in the morning i have to take my child and i have to leave at a certain time oh and by the way i can't work and at all in the summer
0: like <laughs> that's fabulous yeah yeah so that's a that's a a neat way and i think as employers we need to be creative Mm -hmm. because people have lives outside of work and um what can you do to attract some really great workers that might fit with their lifestyle. So we like that program.
2: I think that's a very important way, very creative way to solve something that's always been an issue for women, which is... Child care. No, not necessarily child care, but the other issue of it is that we have those gap years Mm -hmm. where we are we marry no, right we start a career we right. stop when we have the children and then we try to come back at some point in time we've lost at a minimum five years sometimes ten and it's hard to walk back into that world without any awareness of what's happened what's changed in 10 years so it's a really great way for women to keep their foot in the door (laughs) and to to build their resume and if you think of it
0: and you're exactly right though with those gap years because technology changes so So rapidly rapidly Yes. yes and even when it comes to the systems that we're using at the bank and you're always upgrading systems and think of banking products just alone on how they've changed, on how now I sit at my kitchen counter and take a picture of my check to deposit it.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, and everything know. is
0: direct deposit or um, mobile banking. Um, yeah. Everything evolves so quickly in mm-hmm. the systems and the things that you need to know. You know, we have machines that count the money out. You know, you, you know. plug it into the computer, it counts the money out for you. And just keeping up with technology when you have those gap years is difficult. That's and huge. this is
2: a way to help keep on top of those things i think that's very creative i I love
1: it mary do you put in do you incentivize your your staff to like and are they do they have to meet sales goals i know that when i managed the branch at fidelity in way back in 2003 um four um we 100 years ago we had we had goals we had to meet them and you know and i then budgeting and all that (laughs) um so like do you still do that where people yeah and how do they and so when you put those people in that position as you said universal bankers which means that they can do all of the things which always i found was the best way most of the managers knew how to open accounts put out loan applications and do the teller work but most people who were specifically customer service or teller did not necessarily know how to do each other's job Mm -hmm. so that is so important going forward to for the way for sale ability because let's face it the tellers are the first line of defense when they walk in there right they see where your money is what you have and they can offer that selling like let's do that what did you ever think of doing that did you ever think of doing that that's really helpful so what i'm asking is do, do they switch rules and just keep the teller line how do how do you move from one to another or is it their role for the day that they're a teller and the next day they
0: may be over in customer service. How does that work? Well, some branches will do it one way, some will do it another, but it is rotating through the different positions. Okay. So I might be on the teller line one day and then, um, in an office the next day, or I might be able to take that customer right from the teller line into the office to open up a new account. Um, And you're right. It's very important and it's very helpful that they know all of this and they're very highly trained. And if you think of it, when we train them on all of the positions within the organization or within the branch, they know those products and services inside Inside now. now, So if you come in and you have a question about something right there, I'm knowledgeable enough to know what it is that can solve your financial problem Mm -hmm. and take you right in and develop that relationship with you. And it makes it a great experience
1: for the customer. It's so much better. It's yeah. great because then you don't have to say, oh, we have to go see the... It's just it, it, all the way around. But again, once once again, Fidelity stepping up and doing things that are a little outside of the box mm-hmm. and very helpful to women, which we always know happens. And we also want to give a shout-up to Trish Curley because Trish uh, got a lovely... Um, had a little lovely conversation with a woman, a f- listener of ours, and said that she was on and she went and opened an account at the bank and Trish sent a little note to Joanne so she would see that that's what she said. She listens to the show and we, you know, that you're there, you're the bank, is the sponsor, and she was impressed with her because she lives in that neighborhood and went in and said that. So, Wonderful. yes, that's what we want you to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mary, how can anyone get in touch with you um, going forward if they want to get a job, look for opportunities and how to apply? What's the best way for them
0: to get in touch? We are. Advertise in a number of places, for instance, like Indeed, Mm -hmm. um, uh, CareerLink, but our website is the place to go, bankatfidelity.com, and there is a section there for positions that are open. It gives a list of the positions, it gives a description about them, and you can apply right online, goes right into our email box. Perfect. Perfect.
1: Yeah. Well, Mary, thank you and good luck. And if I know anyone, I actually do know a pretty darn good teller. Maybe then I'm not That's what refer we're looking for.
0: Referrals are wonderful. There
1: you go. All right, I'm good. Not <laughs> me. I'm, no. Mm-mm. No. I'm good at a lot of things. I wasn't one of them. Uh. Anyway. Okay. Well, have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Lynn, enjoy. Mary, thanks again You're and for welcome. all the support My from pleasure. Fidelity Bank. And we will see you next week. Be safe and please be nice. Bye. Bye. Bye.